Hey, it's Craig and Steven from the podcast, Meet Me at the Table. Both Steven and I started this podcast to meet people where they are. You're about to listen to this segment called Everyone Has a Story, where we hear from the many people that have been silenced from the church. Uh, this segment is to continue to meet people where they are and give people the opportunity to speak about why they left the church. We are here to listen and look forward to hearing your story. We'll see you there. Well, hello. Thank you for joining us. This is the first one, actually, of Everyone Has a Story. Uh, We started a podcast where we're meeting people uh, where they are, um, and we wanted to do a second segment kind of hearing people's stories. We did not feel heard, so we want to be able to hear people's stories. So we have our first guest, Alika Smith, on. Alika, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, um, my name is Aleka Smith. I am a social worker. (laughs) I messed it up. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> We're good. So, like, so I'm Aleka Smith. I'm a social worker. I'm a mom to a two and a half year old toddler, oh. a rescue mom to five, and the wife of a physician. So that's me in a nutshell. Um, what else? That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Go by lots of so lots of names. Rescue means you have multiple dogs. I wish I had multiple dogs. I have two dogs and three cats. I want to. Oh, okay. Cats. So it's it's all encompassing yeah. rescue. If that's oh yeah, yes. I want more, I want more, but my husband's like no. Only, <laughs> I know that feeling. No, only, only two of us. So. Well, oh, uh, awesome. we, we really appreciate you coming on and talking to us. And again, like Stephen said, we just, we really want to be for people to be heard. Uh, so we're going to go look through a couple questions that we'll probably hit on all these and you'll be the kind of the test person for us. But, uh, but again, feel free to elaborate really on where you want to go with it, but let's start with your experience with the church. So kind of tell us about your experience, like what, what denomination it was, um, how you were involved with the church. How long did you go to that church? Mine's kind of a, a- uh, hodgepodge, I guess. I grew up in a union church, Lutheran and United Church of Christ. Um, fifth grade until graduation, went to a Mennonite school, very private. Um, my graduating class was five kids, really me, knew everybody. My dad was Greek Orthodox and then went to a Methodist liberal arts college with a non-denominational um, church there. And then married my husband right out of college, whose father was a minister. At the time, Methodist, now Mennonite. So I've kind of been everywhere, lots of different places. And now I work for a Jewish organization. So kind of been in a lot of different places. So you were talking, saying a Mennonites, you actually went to a Mennonite school. I did. I went to, uh, from fifth grade, so I graduated, went to a Mennonite school, 67 kids in the whole place. (laughs) Um, my dad was Greek Orthodox and then went to a Methodist liberal arts college and then married my husband right out of college whose father is a minister. So many, well, now, now I work for a Jewish organization too. So wow, <laughs> the whole gamut. <laughs> lots of different um, experiences. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. No. So obviously this talk is kind of about why we left the church what was it that ultimately led you to make that a diff- difficult decision? Maybe it wasn't a difficult decision. I, I felt like for myself, it was. It took a while for me to muster up the words and uh, courage to kind of leave. But mm-hmm. for you, what what was it that made you want to leave the church? COVID. Really? 
for sure. Um, and I don't wouldn't even say I'm fully gone out of the church. Mm -hmm. I'm just not comfortable going back until I find one that I'm comfortable at and yeah. not saying I, there's a perfect church out there. There's not, but the, who I am now is different than who I was pre COVID, who was also different then than when I graduated with my MSW, my social work degree in 2014. Mm -hmm. And who, who I was then I wouldn't even recognize now. <laughs> COVID changed <laughs> everything yeah. for me. So when yeah, you I mean, say, when you say COVID, are you, do you mean like, just the fact that people handled it differently at the church or, or the disease itself, like worried about going into a place. I didn't like how many, or I still don't like how many places handled it. I mean, yeah, I'm in the same household as a physician who saw tons of COVID patients. And we have Ugh. tons of friends who work with COVID patients and lost dealt with so many lives lost. I mean, we had a, a friend who lost 12 patients in two weeks. Wow. And when you see something like that and you know these things and you live with a, a, top, a baby at home, she was only six or seven months when COVID hit. And I work with the elderly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, learn, you learn a thing or two. And to see no precautions to see just people acting like, not necessarily the church I was at at the time, but just in general, acting like it's no big deal and you need to just keep going. And it really became a turnoff point for me because all these people who are passing away, their lives matter too, not just the souls of those in those pews. Mm. And it really just became a big turnoff. Ooh, and that's a that's a really big statement there. I like that. I stand by that. No, that's true. <laughs> um, I think that in, and again, Steve and I kind of left the chain, the same church at the same time, well, around the same time. And I stayed a little bit longer and we, through that COVID era, you know, we did some, we both played on the worship team. So we did some extended um, playing where we sent our videos in of ourselves, but I, I don't think they knew how to handle it. And, but, but I think you're right. I think the default should have been, you know, let's, let's stop. Let's just, let's, let's take a break and, and reach out to people, vir you know, virtually. Let's not have them in the seats and let's not try and get people in those seats. Let's, let's work around that. So yeah, I can definitely see where that's coming from. For sure. Yeah. And it was um, tough. I mean, I think in, uh, with, with COVID, I mean, I don't think any of us knew how to handle COVID. No one does. And no, no one, it was something and still is something that we have to take seriously. And I think that is one thing that the church did not do a good job at is, they handled it completely horrible. They forgot about the people that didn't feel safe. They, they more cared about bringing people in because they knew that that's where they were getting their money. That's just my personal take. Um, <laughs> but for you, when, when you look at the COVID situation and you look at the church in general, what would it take for you to return to a church or whether it be virtually or in person, or is it not at all? And just, you know, you're believing or you're just kind of taking in Jesus, however you want to. I think eventually I'd like to go back because I, I do miss the community that mm. was there. Maybe necessarily everything that happened and we didn't always see eye to eye. And I think there's a lot of judgment. Um, I think part of what made my church experience growing up so much better, not necessarily that the private school aspect of it, but the physical church was the pastor. She was very progressive. She was very forthcoming and I, I loved her. I mean, she broke barriers that, that were incredible. 
um, I really miss her. She retired. But um, as wow. far as going to church now, I can see the value in it for sure. I think the community, again, is is crucial, especially having a toddler. Oh, yeah. I, I don't care if my daughter doesn't believe in the exact same things that we did growing up or that we were taught. I, I want her to know she's loved and I want her to know that she's supposed to love other people, ultimately. Mm. And that's that. And so, as far as if you ever find a church, again, I know there's no perfect church, but I want one that's a little more progressive, a little more affirming. <laughs> and I think missions are important. I'm not downplaying missions in any way, shape or form, but we have so much need in our immediate communities that is bypassed and avoided. Yes. And yeah, exactly. Stephen raises his hand. <laughs> I'm tired of walking by street corners and being told, oh, they're just asking for money when you really don't know their situation. Whether or not they're asking right. for money or not is not our problem. Do they need it? I don't yeah. know. What do I got to lose? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, that would probably be one of the things that brings me back to into a church is, is the, the more local, uh, I don't want to say um, handouts, but helping the people that are local, helping the people that are coming to the church because they need help. Yes, again, missions are, are great, but we have so much going wrong with our country right now for homeless people and people not able to, to get the support and stuff they need. So, Yeah, and I'm, I have a lot of bitterness, I guess, growing up, again, not necessarily to the church I was at, but in hindsight, looking at where we went to school, me and my brother went to school and kind of fire and brimstone, kind of, but lots of guilt. Um, A friend of mine got Mm -hmm. pregnant at 17 and the day they found out they kicked her out. And again, in hindsight, 15 years later, I think where were the resources to help her? Really? Rather than kicking her out. And she knew that. And then um, she actually committed suicide five years after that. Um, oh, so that. I just think there were a lot of issues there that could have been um, worked on. And to this day, I think there's a lot that we were taught that I don't even know how you can believe that personally. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah. We we're going to be dealing with a lot of those as well with our, our um, podcast. So yeah. stay tuned on those because I mean, you've already hit a couple of them from our last episode anyways. How can you have an ultra call every single Wednesday? Like, do I need to be saved 52 times? I don't understand it. Um, yes. Lots the of answer is the quote of the day right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, I always, I think like, I don't know. I mean, I, I think believing in a higher power in Jesus is amazing, but doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else. The, that church might not work for them. And I know incredible, wonderful, loving people who do not believe the exact same thing that I grew up. And they're doing a heck of a lot more good than some other people. Amen. 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 I I have an off cuff question to kind of ask you. I know this was not in the uh, questions that we had, but if you could tell the church one thing, what would it be? Where is the love? Oh, wow. You love a lot of people in your own church who are there once they enter your doors, but you don't love them when they're not in your doors. Amen. There's a lot of amen. I got goosebumps. This one, <laughs> that, that right there is 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 what I lacked. It felt like I lacked for two years. Was I'm not in the door, so where am I at? I'm not the one engaging in the conversation, so we're not going to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. And then when they do reach out to you and you respond, they it was just a checklist. It was just yeah. a checklist. And it's I guess it's on the same topic, but um, there was a girl, the most recent church we went to pre-COVID, who 
was, I think, 19 or 20, and she was dealing a lot with um, growing up, sexuality, questions, things like that. And rather than being there for her from what we observed, someone would pray with her every single Sunday to try to get her to change her mind. And every Sunday she cried. And not saying that you necessarily have to believe in what she's doing, but why pray to change her mind and pray that they're going to come to terms with it because every week she cried and every week she was miserable. Um, Sometimes it's not about preaching. Sometimes it's about just lending a hand and being there. Yeah. And just, I just don't understand a lot. And if my daughter ends up growing up in ways that I didn't grow up with, still my daughter, she's still my kid. I mean, yeah. I just had a friend tell me, you know, they see, uh, they did not grow up a Christian and, uh, they left the church and they haven't really received that much hate, but then they see someone like me who grew up in the church my whole life. And they said, they see the hate that I've received growing up in the church my whole life. And I left and now kind of speaking out against what mm-hmm. they're doing. And they were like, why would we want to send our kids to that and have the same thing in the future? And I think that just speaks volumes. I mean, it's, it's, why would I want to do that to, for my kids as well? I never want it to come across like I think the church is a bad thing because for some people that's where they do find healing. That's that's their their space. But I think as a whole, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. A lot agree. of work. Yeah. Yes. Agree. Uh, agree. So, and the guilt is so real. Like the guilt of even wanting to be honest with people that I've been questioning for two years is real too. And I think that might stem from childhood or maybe just because it's what's preached around us that we shouldn't help. Totally, totally agree. You hit a lot of points that just were fire. So, but thank you so much for coming on. Uh, We are doing these, going to try to do these biweekly with people. So if you know of anybody or if you're listening and you hear this and want to be a part of this, please, by all means, uh, reach out to us at our Gmail at meet me at the table podcast at gmail.com. And we would love to feature you, hear your story, and just have some dialogue with you. Uh, thank you again so much for joining, and we look forward to the next episode. Thank you.